honestly, I'm still, I'm still cracking up over this Sliwa meal at McDonald's from Eric Stevens. It's so good. Sliwa sandwich special. <laughs> Sliwa McDonald's meal. It's a happy plain meal with a plain hamburger. hamburger, no ketchup. Fries, light salt, large water, light ice. And instead uh, of a toy, you get a 1994 Sedale 3 Lakers stat sheet. Can I, real quick, your, you know, when you get put on the spot on some of this stuff, uh-huh. I have to really think things through. You, uh-huh. no hesitation, you're putting out your full meal, how mm-hmm. much the total cost was, mm-hmm. how far the, the closest, uh, the, clo- <laughs> the closest <laughs> in and out is from your house. Like, you know everything. There's two. There's the one on the Camino Cap, and there's the one on Avery. It really depends on what you're looking for. One one is a little bit quicker, but one is slightly closer. All right, Lindsay, by the way, L- Lindsay sent out a tweet. She said they did make a movie on that. It's on HBO, The Day Sports Stood Still. Did you know that? Uh, n- I, I think, I think it's I've a documentary it. movie, though. There's too many things on TV, Slee. Can we just be honest? And, and not only are there too Way many too things much. on TV, there's too many good things on TV. I don't. I can't even go through Netflix. I can't because I'm. I it's. My mind can't. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. So I, I'm with you. There's too much stuff. It's overload when you go to try to watch something. So you know what I end up on? I end up on YouTube and just watching some NBA highlights. I'm like, all right, that's good enough. <laughs> ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. The reason that you have a better grip, or I should say that I, I'm just able to kind of make up stuff on this, because I, I, re- I, need, I need you to listen to me. I need you to understand where I'm going with this. Okay. I think about it a lot. It's like when 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 Funch asked the question, like, "What would your meal be?" I've already thought about this, not just in the moment. I've thought about this for weeks and months and years. Like, these are the things that are important to me. Whether or not the Lakers got a good deal with Anthony Davis, I mean, that's kind of interesting, I guess. But what would the Travis Rogers meal at In and Out be? That's now now. I mean, talk about a lifelong achievement. What would be better than that? We might have to cut into Kellerman's show for an hour because you're going to continue to list off what the meal looks like. I, so I'm trying to find it here. I, my Twitter thing is going crazy, but someone wants to know, oh, it's from Eric Herrera. Why did your Bob Kraft impression suddenly morph into somebody who sounds like they're a Southern belle from the 1860s? It did, it did find its way into a Southern accent inadvertently. I haven't done that voice in a while. I, I, none of it made any sense to me. Like I was trying to put the pieces together, but I just let you go. Your impersonations are yours. Here you go. What it is? It's a combination mm-hmm. of Lois Griffin's father from Family Guy and Judge Smales from Caddyshack. It, it's those two people <laughs> smashed <double>. together. <laughs> now, now does it make more sense? <laughs> completely, completely. I take everything I said back. Bob, Bob, I'm here to tell you. That's how they talk. At least that's how, in my mind, that they talk. All right. So baseball is getting closer, Slee. Baseball is yeah. getting closer to – By the way, you called this out a couple months ago, how yeah. baseball's got a huge issue. Look what's happening. Every other day there's a sports center highlight. Hey, another no-hitter. Okay. Giving out no-hitters <laughs> like we're giving out bobbleheads at games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, there's a great Twitter account. And for baseball people out there, you probably know it. But if you don't, this is a really cool – it's the little short videos. They're usually, you know, four, five, eight seconds long. They're really short and quick. Mm-hmm. It's called Pitching Ninja. Okay, and what they do is they they show you just some unbelievably filthy pitches, the how they break, the speed, and all these different. And it's just it goes to show you how hard it is to hit, hmm. right? And so, anyway, the point of this is is that these guys are throwing pitches that we've never seen before. We've never seen them. 
Okay, there, there, was, there was Nolan Ryan, right? Nolan Ryan was famous because Nolan Ryan threw nearly 100 miles an hour. What made Nolan Ryan so extraordinary, he was the only one. Right? He was the only guy in baseball that was running it up there. There were guys that threw hard, but nothing like that. Now, every team in baseball not only has a guy that can touch 100, a lot of teams have multiple guys that can touch 100. Okay, so you've got a guy throwing 100 miles an hour. He also can throw you a slider or a cutter that's moving laterally a good 6, 8, 10 inches. You can't hit that. So that means the product suffers. That means that the baseball fan gets to see less of the things that they like. And the reason that they can do a lot of these things is because sticky stuff, right? Whether it's spider tack, whether it's the rosin uh, sunscreen combination, whether it's pine tar, whatever it is that they're using. How, by the way, how long is this? This obviously didn't start yesterday. No. How long has this been going on? A while. And, and, and so like there's a there's 15 an interesting years, t- 10 years, 20 years. There's an interesting piece on in Sports Illustrated this week that's talking about this. This guy that used to work for the Angels, his name was Bubba. He was the visiting clubhouse attendant, okay? <laughs> okay. And he and he became famous throughout baseball. Or famous is the wrong word. He became well-known mm-hmm. inside of baseball circles because he made this substance that helped pitchers grip baseballs. And he would send it to them. And they'd pay him for it and whatever. But to the points, Lee, is he wasn't the only one. This has been and this, this dates back 20 years. Okay. So it's been going on, but they've been getting better at it and refining it and refining it to the point. Now they're this spider tack stuff that you hear baseball people talk about all the time. Yep. It's basically industrial super glue that they, that they can alter to get to the point where they can spin these pitches. Well, f- baseball has finally gotten to the point where they're like, hey, um, can you not? Can, can you guys, like, you know, please don't? Because here's the punishment that they're getting ready to start but, handing but, out. Okay, but help me before you yeah. – the, the punishment's pretty ridiculous, but – You think? So help, help me understand this. So now they're deciding – this has been going on for 15 years, 20 years, 10 years, however long it's been going on. Maybe it wasn't as widespread as it is today, okay? How come now why, – why would it take this long for them to decide, okay, this is bad for baseball? I mean, that, it just sounds like pathetic that we're talking about it right now. It's a good question, and the answer is is because – you know what the I'll, – I'll answer a question with a question. Do you know what the league batting average is right now across the league? Took every team, average it out. The collective batting average of Major League Baseball – It's like 230-something? It's 234. Mm-hmm. That's awful. That means that 23% of the time we're seeing a hit. That's not enough. It's not enough. The ball needs to be put in play. Not only is it just 23% hits, but the outs that are made – or strikeouts, which are the worst outs to watch as a baseball fan. It's just a guy walking back to the dugout. Nothing happened. That So we've reached the point where there's absolutely no offense, so they're doing something. The punishment is a 10-game suspension, but you get to keep your money. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. And here's what I don't get. This is just the latest. Not the first or even the second or even the third. This is the latest example of baseball being so late to address a problem that has been so obvious. Let's go back to the 1980s, right? Remember when Jose Canseco showed up on the scene, right? Yeah. And everybody's like, um, what's going on over there? Why does he look like Superman? Why does he look like that? And everyone, oh, he's on steroids. And everyone, oh, no, they can't. It's against the rules. He was on steroids. Drinks more water than everybody else. He's <laughs> right. a little more cucumbers. He, he loves a nice leafy green smoothie. That's why. <laughs> he, he really likes to watch his carbs, and he likes a nice green green machine smoothie from Starbucks. Okay, that's yeah. Turns out he was on it. Baseball knew he was on it. Everybody yeah. in baseball was on it. Mm-hmm. Everybody in baseball knew he was on it. And we all went, stuck our fingers in our ears, and went la 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 la. I don't see a thing. McGuire because hits. 
Okay, why? Because it was good for the product. It was good for the product. McGuire hits a million home runs. Sosa hits a million home runs. Everybody's watching. It kind of – this was after this – a lot of people make the argument too. After the strike, it kind of took baseball to another level, brought baseball back. Casual fans became really – you're always going to be there, but maybe I'm the more casual fan. There weren't many games I wasn't watching back in those days because it was must-watch TV. But that takes me back to this point, Travis. This is not good for the product of baseball. No. So why was it allowed for as long as it because was? Because it kind of counteracted the other thing, right? The other thing was too much offense. This brought mm-hmm. offenses back into some semblance of normalcy. Sure. And, and it's, just, it's just an overcorrection. But the, the point I'm getting at here, Slee, is this. Baseball let steroids go too long. The next thing you know, you got Mark McGuire sitting in front of Congress saying that he didn't, you know, making these sure. stupid. And we all Rafael, knew it. <laughs> Rafael Palmero. Yeah, wagging his I didn't do it. I, yeah, you did. That's yeah, you did. One. And they yeah. caught you. Okay. Yep. And then baseball looks ridiculous because everybody knew, everybody lied, and then we got to dig out of this. Go mm-hmm. to the sign stealing thing more recently, right? The Astros are the ones that take it on the chin for banging on the trash can and doing all the things that they were doing, video surveillance. I got news for you. Baseball knew long before the Astros took it to the level that they did that something was going on. The Red Sox got busted for having electronics in their dugout. They get this little teeny fine. They they let this thing fester and die. Now you got a bunch of Astros who, by the way, I'm okay with. They've had their careers altered forever. Alex Bregman sure. will never be looked at as anything other than a cheater by anybody sure. that's not an Astro fan. Altuve, sure. Altuve, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Their careers are altered forever because, A, they did it. It won't be worth it. Let's put it this way. The way they are going to be labeled for the rest of their lives, it will not be worth what they got for that one World Series. It just won't. It won't because nobody's going to credit it. Nobody's going to respect it. Keep going with your point. It's all of these things. And so this is the instant replay, right? How many times do we see somebody blow a call and they're like, well, we didn't do this. You know, um, Ty Cobb didn't have instant replay. So Mm -hmm. what? We have high-speed, high-def cameras. Let's get these things right. They're always so late. And this is just the next one. We're going to find out that more and more guys use this. More and more guys are getting advantaged by it. And it's going to go further and further until okay. there's some giant scandal. And here we go again where pitcher XYZ, who we thought was great, is just loading up the baseball. So is this out for 10 days, but you keep your pay? Yeah. <laughs> Will that, that do anything? I, I'm, I'm being honest. Of course well, not. Well, no. Okay, I mean, so. Okay, go ahead. It, it will deter some people. It will deter the guys that are on good teams. Okay, Okay. because let's just use the Dodgers as an example. And I'm not going to use any specific pitcher, but I think we could probably all guess what's going on. You're not going to do it because your team is in a fight to go win the World Series. Your team is in a fight to go win the division, to to get into home field event, all of these things. Can't miss two starts. or right. Can't miss two starts because it puts the team in a bad position, puts stress Mm -hmm. on the bullpen, all these things. It could cost you something important. If I'm on the Arizona Diamondbacks and I'm barely hanging on to my major league career, I'm going to spider-tack the you-know-what out of that ball. If you catch me, I still keep my money. What do I care? team's going to lose anyway. I'm just trying to make a career out of this thing. That's why a lot of the guys did steroids. Barry Bonds could do it and become the all-time home run leader, but what about that guy that's got eight or nine home runs, that's barely hanging on, that all of a sudden Now is jacking 40 home runs, getting his big contract. It was worth whatever steroids he pumped. It was almost like it was an investment. People will always cheat, mm-hmm. but if there's a real deterrent, you'll prevent most of the people from cheating. Okay, so it's not a real deterrent. It, it starts like this. Will it evolve? Will it change? Will it become more 
do you think in a couple a couple of months we're going to be sitting here saying, okay, well, now it's not you don't get your pay. It's also or it's not you keep your pay. It's you're out twenty games plus you lose your pay. I mean, will it become more of a stop freaking doing this? It's bad for the game. We're going to put our foot down. They're, they'll find something else the same way that I believe that they found something else. And this is not a baseball thing, but in all sports, if you don't think guys are taking something, I don't know what to tell you. They just are taking stuff that they haven't figured out yet. That's always gone on. They'll move to something else. But, yeah, it'll slow it down. If you knew that the punishment was 150 games, 200 games, and three lifetime ban the way it is for performance-dancing drugs, sure. most of the guys yeah, stopped taking over. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, they stopped doing it. It worked. So let's just skip the all the the little baby steps along the way, and let's get to it. I, I, I don't understand the that. This is the one thing that I get confused on with baseball. It's like they they didn't put enough there to keep guys from not wanting to do it. So it's it, it's almost as if let me, let me give you this is a bad example, but flopping in the NBA. You want to stop flopping in the NBA? It's very simple. You get to review what you feel is flopping. First one is a $10,000 fine. Second one is you're suspended for a game. Like, there's a way to do it to where you can stop flopping. This is not enough to where people, I think, are going to sit back and say, well, i got to make sure that I never do this again. All right, Slee, I'm going to give you your dream job. I'm going to tell you what it is, and you're going to have to have your very first assignment, and it's a tough one. It's coming up next. It's 710 ESPN. You know, I haven't had the opportunity yet, Slee, to get in a in an Uber since we've had this conversation, but I'm anxiously awaiting hopping right into that front seat to see the uh, reaction that I get. By the way. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Everything's open again. I know. Is How this the is day? That? Yeah, today's so wait, the day. What is that? Just so I understand, so can I go outside right now without a mask? Sure. You can is go wherever the... you want without a mask until somebody that owns a business says, That's right. you they can't come no, in here without one. They, they can still say, you got to wear one, and you got to wear one. But no, you can just you can go be slee now. So you can I, eat I that four thirty dinner mask free and just live it up. I go walk outside. I don't have to have a mask on anymore. Not even a mask on. I wouldn't have a mask on when I'd go walk, but I'd carry a mask with me. So okay, all right, we got to adjust back to uh, to normal life here. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. Did you see that theory, Slee, where? They think that a big part of the reason that television ratings for sports have rebounded as significantly as they have because is because there's people in the stands, and it just makes mm-hmm. it so much more enjoyable as a viewer to get to see people going crazy watching these games. It was uh, it was so bland. I mean, just think about it. As much as we all try to enjoy the the bubble or we try to enjoy NFL football, it's just not the same. I mean, college football was the worst. College football, I'm like, you know, trying to watch some of these games and. Just none of it. Um, it just wasn't the same sport. So no. I, I'm not actually surprised at all because, you know, use the NBA as an example. Knicks, when they celebrated that they won the championship after winning a game in game two in the first round against Atlanta, the vibe inside of Madison Square Garden, you felt it watching. So I'm not I'm not actually surprised at all that some of those ratings are back up. Yeah, well, it's funny. The, the one that always got me was Dodger Stadium. 
because when the when the baseball season relaunched and they were played yeah. until the playoffs in in empty stadiums, right? And they, I, I thought that the cardboard cutouts actually were pretty good because usually when a baseball game, you're taking that center field camera and it's down the line towards home plate and behind it you would have the cutouts. And it was kind of blurry sure. anyway, so yeah. that's fine. The shot from the dugout cameras, right, towards home plate, the people. It was when the ball would get hit into the outfield. It's when you had to take an overhead, and you'd see that the Dodger Stadium was empty. You're like, oh, right, the world sucks. We're in the middle of something that we've never seen before. This is terrible. And now when you see it and you see people, it's like, yes, well, it's in, so much better. In the beginning, in the beginning where it was like, all right, well, let's just have sports. Right? right, so we were all just like, all right, let, let's just take whatever we can. Um, being at Staples Center without any fans, imagine that too, right? You know, we're talking about just being at an actual game without fans, and I'm in my head, I'm like, why are we even here at Staples? Why don't you guys just go play at a local high school? <laughs> and I was, and I didn't go in Staples Center during all yeah. of this. I, I never had the opportunity to do that. But I, from what I've heard and what I've read, that Staples was the worst of them all. That that was the one that was the most affected by not having. People inside the building. Lakers were awful at home too. You know, when I say awful, as in it just there was nothing. There's no vibe. There's not. You go on yeah. an eight o eight o run, or you get outscored eight to nothing. It's like okay, the vibe is still the exact same. All right, this is from TFP on Twitter. It says the Clippers are like the Fast and the Furious. Geez, easy for me to say. The Fast and the Furious movies. Exciting, lots of actions. Sometimes good, but it usually ends the same way. <laughs> there you go. The Clippers are fast and furious. Is this Clipper Fast and Furious 9 that we're going to see here in a couple one, of days? I have not seen one Fast and Furious. Not no, one. We'll, we'll get to the movies we haven't seen. I, that, that's on the list for me, too. I haven't seen any of those either. But here it is, Lee. Ready? I'm going to offer you a promotion. You ready for okay. it? Yeah. Would you like to be the owner slash general manager of the Los Angeles Lakers? No, because I want the franchise to succeed. I want them to flourish. I want them to have a good future. But, yes, I'll take that role for right now. Okay, so your first assignment as okay. general manager slash owner, emperor, czar, whatever whatever title you'd yep. like to give yourself for the Lakers mm -hmm. is, you need to convince Luka Doncic that he needs to get out of Dallas because there's that story that's going around mm -hmm. saying Luka's unhappy with one of the front office personnel and convince him that this is the place he needs to be. By the way, I love that Luka's upset with one of the front ex front office executives. Yeah, like that dude has any pool. Like think about this for a second, okay? You're one of the front office guys for the Dallas Mavericks, and you've decided, you know what? I'm not going to have a good relationship with Luka. Who do you think is going to win that battle? Pretty sure that front office executive should be on LinkedIn. Uh, go go start uh, interviewing jobs. What's the one that's always uh, sponsored? Indeed and these Indeed. other ones. Yeah. Get on there. Get Zip on there right now. Get your <laughs> – Get your resume on there. Okay, so I'm trying to convince Luca to come play for the Lakers. Yeah. First of all, let me say this. A lot of the times, it's not up to the Lakers. It's allowing other franchises to um, fail in keeping their stars, right? I mean, if you're Luka Doncic and you're sitting right now and you're 22 years old or whatever he is, he's going to – by the way, he's going to be there for – He's going to be there for a few years. He's going to get as much money as he can possibly get. But yep. here's what it comes down to, Trav. We talked about this with Damian Lillard, okay? You got to put pressure on your organization. And if your organization doesn't come through, the Lakers are a proven example to show you that if you come to this franchise, not you just come to a big market. Clippers aren't a big market. 
the Knicks have been in a big market for not have been a big. They've been the top market in the uh, in all the NBA for how long, and they still haven't been successful. It's yep. not just coming to a big market. What franchises can help deliver a championship? Lakers are a proven track record. So if the Dallas Mavericks fail over the next couple of years and that conversation becomes louder and louder that Luka wants out or Luka wants to go to a franchise where he feels like he can win, it's a no-brainer to come to a franchise like the Lakers. But you, you almost have to allow the other franchise to fail first because that's going to convince you that where I'm at doesn't make sense. Anthony Davis did it. Shaq did it in Orlando. And here, obviously, uh, the Lakers are a proven commodity. Yeah, Mark Cuban was quoted as saying, you know, that when this story broke, he's like, listen, if the choice between Luka Doncic and my wife ever presents me, I'm going to be in the courthouse filing divorce papers. I'm going to get, I'm going to get my, my lawyer ready, and we're going to start working That's on the That's probably divorce. not a good example. So, you could have gave a lot of different examples. <laughs> it's, a, it's the perfect example because he's basically saying, it ain't happening. But he, I got news for you, Cubes. This is one of the – and you're not going to hear this very often. It ain't up to you. It ain't up to you. You can't just throw dollars at it. You can't just through the force of his personality make it happen. I like Mark Cuban. I think he's great for sports. I think he's good for the NBA. He's obviously very good for the Mavericks. But it's not up to you, brother. If if you can't surround him with good players and an, an environment that he likes, then he's going to leave. And to your point, Slee, here's, here's who the Lakers are competing but it, against. But it, but it is – part of it is up to Mark Cuban. You want to know why it's, it's up to Mark Cuban? Hit me. Go deliver – Role players, another hard, star. Man. You got to go make it happen. I, that, but that's that's what it comes down to. That's what he can control. What he can control is you got a shot to win an NBA championship here as much as any other team that's out there. I'm not saying it's going to be apples to apples, but that's what he has to build. And if Luca, the Damian Lillard thing is a perfect example because Dame waited way too long. The last five years, you watched the Portland Trailblazers. Did you ever think anything was going to change? Every offseason, I'm like, yep, nothing's going to change with the Blazers. Not Maybe they get to the like second Carmelo round. Anthony. I mean, why, it's not going to change anything. Why wasn't Dame putting pressure on Portland to say, you either make it happen or I'm freaking out of here, like Anthony Davis did, you know, eventually did to the Pelicans? It's the responsibility of the organizations that draft you. It's not the Lakers' fault that you failed. No, it's not. But the Lakers aren't competing with Dallas. They're not competing with most of these teams the Lakers have it and we're talking here in the last eight ten years maybe a little bit longer to your point you said it earlier the, the Lakers are not only good at attracting high level free agents they're really good at attracting them or making a trade for a star player and then delivering on the promise of a championship right when Shaquille O'Neal's looking to leave Orlando it's not just come to LA because we make movies and you like to make movies and we make music and you like to make music it's come out here and we're gonna win and they did they make a deal for Pau Gasol. Win? Yep, got it done. They make a deal for LeBron James, two years, boom, title. They make a deal for Anthony Davis, boom, title. It's not just that they get them. They get them and they cash it in. There's only really other two other guys or slash teams that you're competing with. You're competing with the Warriors because they've shown the ability to identify sure. the right guys yep. and bring them in and make them really good right away. So you got to deal with those guys. And Pat Riley, he's the only other guy, right, that Pat Riley has shown that in Miami – he can put together – I'll take this piece and I'll take that piece, and if you trust me to put these pieces together, it's going to work. It worked with Shaq and Dwayne Wade, worked with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James and Chris Bosh, and that he you – know, go get me Jimmy Butler. They got really close. He knows how to put those pieces together better than anybody else. 
That's uh, that that's actually that's a good point. I wasn't even thinking of Pat Riley. I wasn't even thinking of the Golden State Warriors. But you're right. There are other branches that have something to do with the Lakers or in in the past. Jerry West, obviously, the most well known of that. Um, that you you kind of put those pieces together. So if you're sitting here with a pitch to Luca, honestly, Trav, it comes down to more than anything else that organization not delivering first. Lakers taking advantage of an opportunity created by another organiza- organization. I don't even want to say it out loud because I don't want it to be true, but it is. Luke is going to be a Mav for his entire career. That's just going to be the way that that one no, goes. He's I, one I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Wouldn't be surprised at all. All right. Slee, you're not going to believe this, but yeah. I am very, very close to being an Olympic champion. I'll explain. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Nobody likes this more uh, than tra- Slee. Tra- please, show some respect. <laughs> it's kind of grown on me a little bit here. All right. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What time is is it? 10.30 right now? Let's go five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Why not? ESPN Radio Uh, is is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, This tweet very quickly, uh, Slee, from 49er from the the creator of this song. (laughs) There's a copyright. There's a copyright charge. I have to tell you the story. We got sued by Guns N' Roses one time. That was kind of an interesting uh, okay. development. We'll, we'll tell that story another day. Um, 49er Carlos says the logo had his hands on the Lakers, Warriors, and now the Clippers. He deserves more credit than Riley. Look, nobody's arguing that Jerry West is the greatest, greatest NBA executive, executive of all time. Of, yeah. Right. I mean, that, that, that period, full stop. But he's not really in the game right now the way that he used to be. And that's, that's why he's not one of the guys that I mentioned. You were, not watching, you were not watching the end of the game yesterday, were you? Clippers and uh, no, Clippers I, and I had long ago moved okay. over to the Dodgers by that point. Okay, so this is why I'm mentioning it. End of the game, I think a couple minutes left. Where does TNT pan in on? Jerry West. Mm. Leaving his seat, walking over towards the tunnel. Kind of a power move by Jerry West. Don't forget me. Don't forget. When the product's looking good, don't forget about me. Jerry West walked over to the tunnel. I think he just stood there watched the rest of the game from there. Jerry's very good at that. Jerry, Jerry is Jerry's very good at everything he does. Players of all time, mm-hmm. he's the best executive of all time. Mm-hmm. He's actually wonderfully insightful as like an analyst. If you can get him going on things, he's mm-hmm. he's so good at that. But he's what, what did Mark Murphy call uh, Aaron Rodgers the other day when he was he say he's a not not a sensitive dude or some mm-hmm. a different dude or something. I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers and Jerry West share a little bit of that. That just they need to be patted on the shoulder once said, "Hey, brother, I love you." I love you. You're the best. They, they like to hear that. I think that's uh, important to those guys. I think you're right, and I think most people think, ah, you've already done everything. What do you mean? There's, there's right. no reason for it. But that, that's kind of the – isn't that what makes these type of people so great? It's 100%. always whatever you accomplished is nothing. Whatever's in the past is literally in the past. They don't pay attention to it. It's part of the genius. It's what makes them you – know, yeah, mm-hmm. I've won everything there is to win ten times, but I'm going to go do it again because you, you still don't think I'm any good at it. It's, what, it's the gas in the engine. When you look at me, yeah, do you think that I would make a good fifteen hundred or five thousand meter champion 
in the Olympics. Do you think that that would be a good event for me? Fifteen hundred, yeah. yeah. just he's just shy of four mm-hmm. laps around the track. More five thousand, I would say. You think me, I'm more, more of a distance guy? Yeah, I think you're yeah. more of a distance guy. I think people can have you know that initial rush, but for you, it's more as time progresses. That's kind of how you. That's that's where you where you flourish. So apparently, I'm closer than I thought because okay. Shelby Houlihan. She is the American record holder in both the 1,500 and 5,000 meters. Yep. She was getting ready to become uh, an Olympian, getting ready for the U.S. Olympic track and field trials up in Eugene, Oregon. She has been banned for four years following a positive test for Jeez. nandrolone. Four years? Four years. And baseball is given a 10-day. 10 days with pay. Your pay. <laughs> with pay. But Shelby Houlihan gets four years testing positive for nandrolone, wow. which mm-hmm. is a uh, performance-enhancing subject or, uh, substance. Okay, you ready for her explanation as to what it sounds happened? like? It sounds like it's more of a part of a recipe. <laughs> nandrolone. Put a little nandrolone in that. If if you know, um, you know what this? What's in this? Is that nandrolone? I, I thought I tasted a little nandrolone in that. You know what my uh, grandma always used to do uh, on Thanksgiving? No pico de gallo, but throwing a little extra of the uh... <laughs> nandrolone. My grandma used to make, like, on Thanksgiving, yeah. instead of using butter in the mashed potatoes, she'd put mm. a little nandrolone in there. Oh, it's mm. the best. Can't, can't, can't oh, get enough of it. It's the best. All right, so here's what old Shelby had to say about her positive nandrolone test. We concluded that the most likely explanation mm-hmm. was a burrito purchased and consumed approximately 10 hours before the drug test Mm. from, and this is the best part, an authentic Mexican food truck that serves pig offal near my house in Beaverton, Oregon. I notified the AIU that I believe this was the source. Old Shelby wants you, Alan Sliwa, and the AIU, the ones that hit her with a four-year suspension, to believe that she's not actually taking performance-enhancing drugs because Olympians never take performance-enhancing drugs. Mm -hmm. That rather it was the burrito she ate off the authentic Mexican food truck that contained pig guts that apparently naturally occur in pork offal, which is the guts. That's what she'd like you to believe. Did they lift it yet? Did they lift the ban? That's what I'm asking. Did they lift the ban? Because I don't know what more of an explanation you need and you're looking for. It's different. Listen, if she just said she walked into a Chipotle, like a chain restaurant, right? Uh-huh. I'd be a little suspicious. But once you start going authentic, food truck, like you kind of start giving – you got to put all the puzzle pieces together. And I think she has enough of a case there where she, she should be in uh, Tokyo coming up uh, in the next couple of months. If eating – Pork burritos off of authentic Mexican food trucks made you faster. I'd be Usain Bolt. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just letting you know that it there, there's not a lot of speed enhancements in running oh, through that Mexican authentic Mexican food truck burritos. Isn't I've done the, the research. Isn't that the bigger story? Isn't it the bigger story that like <laughs> here she is running in the Olympics. She's running <laughs> the, the five thousand meters meter and the five thousand meter. <laughs> And she's grabbing pork burritos. I, that, that should be the story right there. She it needs her protein. She needs it her protein to work out. So uh, did you – I sent you guys the story. By the way, did, that's probably true because the amount of calories that she burns on a daily basis. Have you, have you seen this woman? She no. looks She looks like someone who runs the 5,000 meters in the Olympics. She, there's not a drop of fat on her. Not, not one thing other than muscle and bone and sinew. She looks like a racehorse. Do, right? do She's remember, amazing. Do you remember they used to talk about Michael Phelps and what he would eat in a day? 
Oh, yeah, like 12,000 calories or something. He had like to that. eat all this because of how much Eddie burns. <laughs> I'm at that point where I'm eating all of it, but I have nothing to burn. I'm not burning any of it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm at the point where I'm, I'm, I'm keeping up with that part of it, but then I'm not going to a pool for 11 hours a day. I have hey. not seen her run. Hey, uh, authentic Mexican food truck near Beaverton, Oregon. Can you uh, hit me with that uh, that pig fall burrito? I got to get back over to Tracktown, USA, and Eugene and start knocking out five thousand meter training. Come on, lady. Come on. Oh man, what are you doing? This I is. I mean, I get it. You got caught. You're doing what you're trying to do. I, I understand. But and maybe I don't know. I'm not a, a nandrolone expert. Maybe it isn't pig guts for all I know. But it seems like. An, what if it what, is? By the way. By the way. What if? What if this is legit? Yeah, and what if I started on the mound tonight for the Dodgers? <laughs> what, what, what if that happened? Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think get it's it. sold out tonight. I think what, they, got, they got the full capacity. Reopen, so. Reopening day. <laughs> reopening day. Let's just, let, just, just in a vacuum, real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's a more likely scenario? That somebody competing at the most elite level in track and field yep. is looking for something a little extra, mm-hmm. got popped, or – that very same person who probably monitors every scrap of food that goes into her body dropped by the old authentic Mexican food truck in Beaverton, Oregon, to Got grab a, a burrito. pig burrito, a pork burrito. Which of those? And, and oh, by the way, that one burrito, that one burrito mm-hmm. put her over the nandrolone threshold. Which of those two things is more likely? I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> You're a nice guy. You, you should be on the uh, AIU. I understand. I understand where she's coming from. I think, I think this has to be really researched a lot better. That's my right. personal opinion. Here it comes. This is another one of these. There is a right answer situations. Are you ready? Sure. You pull up to that truck tomorrow. What are you ordering? You they, the, the Mexican food truck is in your neighborhood, and you yeah. say you're hungry, you're ready to go. You don't know the truck. You've never seen the truck before. Mm-hmm. It's a new one. There's a line, so you're, you're feeling pretty good about it. What are you I'm going to do uh, two carne asada tacos, and the third taco is going to be uh, chicken. And I'm going to put some pico de gallo on there. I'm going to put some guacamole on there. I'm going to put some salsa on there. I'm good to go. Fudge. He got it right. I was going to say more tacos, though. Can, 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 can I tell oh. you something? Can I? Yeah. Oh, I got to take a Oh, I didn't have enough time to take a picture on this. <laughs> the Zoom froze. You did. It did. Look. Did you see the look on his face? I did see the look. And you know what went through my mind, Funches? Here we go. He's going to belittle me. He's going to come after <laughs> That's me. That's not like, the right tomorrow. answer. Tomorrow, this is completely wrong. You got to get a, I don't know what you were going to say. Okay, so we, See, we got it no, right. Th- this, is, this is where me being a dad for the last 20 years becomes effective. Mm-hmm. You got here's, here's what you do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, everybody listen. I'm going to tell you how to be a great father because I've never gotten anything wrong ever. Including last night when I got mad for no reason, that never happens. But here's what you do: you got it. You got to tell them when they're doing it wrong, but you also got to make sure that when they get it right, that you give them a little positive reinforcement. So when yeah, they make those when they make those dumb from you. things, mm-hmm. and you say, "Hey, listen, dummy, that's not how we do things. This is the way we do things. You want to make sure that you do it like this. That when they get it right, go, hey, you got it right, and throw in an horchata order. as well. Throw in an horchata uh, sure. as well." Why not? Yeah, you know what else? Know is, you can't go wrong with a Mexican Coke glass bottle out of that crushed ice that's in the front of the truck. That's never a bad choice. I'll take a quesadilla. Yeah, eh, you, you need to go back in the line, uh, punch, and try again. Quesadilla is fine. You can have the quesadilla for a dessert, right? Like after you have no. your tacos, <laughs> you can swing back through and grab that quesadilla for dessert. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> I heard Sedano LZ and Cap yesterday mention that you eat hot dogs for appetizers. I'm like, this thing is it's it's kind of going a little out of control the the 
Travis appetizer hot dogs. Most people will just use that as a meal. It's nothing to Travis. Nothing to Travis. I am who I am, and I'm very, very comfortable in my own skin. We're going to figure out what's going on with Funch because he's got it all wrong, not just his quesadilla order, but other things as well. That's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now that's coming up next. We'll get to the dump coming up in just a little bit. But here's one thing I do like about Soccer Slee. It's happening right now. A foul in the box, and now we get a PK. And now Portugal has a chance to basically put this thing away with a second goal with just about uh, four minutes remaining, and he got it. So this thing is all but over. So there you go. I do like this the This is uh, Travis uh, follows Portugal. Uh, he's been following Portugal for I don't know how many years now, 15, 20 years or so. So, so Ronaldo super fan. You're looking for yeah, he's. It's... By the way, I bet you Ronaldo has a pretty nice life. I bet you. I bet you his daily existence is pretty. You think? Good. You just he's world famous. You know, wildly wealthy beyond anybody's dream. He might be the most handsome man on the face yeah. of the earth. It's just it's a pretty it's a pretty good Every deal. Every time you Ronaldo. see him too, like the first thing goes to my mind. Like, Al, you want to? I don't know. Go do a push up or sit up or something. <laughs> I go to the uh, authentic Mexican food truck in Beaverton, Oregon, and get a uh, pork burrito to see if I can increase my speed. Like go I, old, I uh, always ask myself, you think Ronaldo would eat that? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just saying, you I'm should keep that in doing mind. That. I'm going to start doing that. All right, Funch, I got a question for you. You said this yesterday, and I was hoping that you were kidding, and I, the joke would, would kind of land better. You've never seen Silence of the Lambs? Never in my life. Now just, he, he, all the people talk about it. The references, Wild Bill, and you know Clarice, uh, well, 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 uh, Buffalo Bill, Buffalo Bill. Sorry, L- little respect, please. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got it. You got to go see it. Flunch, go see it. Like this weekend, go see Silence of the Lambs. It's, yeah, it's just, a, I just hate going back to watch old movies, but I'll do it. No, no, so, no, no, no. So no, no. going back you, to go see old movies is fantastic because there's a reason why they're classics. If I said to you. Put the lotion in the basket. You have no idea. Not what I'm at all. About. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Because that is it, it, in and of itself. Hey, Slee, put the lotion in the basket. It doesn't sound terrible. It's kind of weird, but it doesn't sound terrible. I'll, I'll, except in the context of that movie, you know that something just okay. absolutely awful is about to happen. More importantly, and if we're starting to list, you know, classic movies that we have not seen. By the way, you could hit us on uh, Twitter at Travis Rogers at Alan Sliwa. Um, there's a big one here that both of you guys have not seen, and I'm not the movie guy at all. Yeah. What, what, what is, what, what's the main one, Trav, that you have not seen? So I, I'm surprised because, Funch, you're the only other person I know that is in the same boat that I am, mm-hmm. and, and I want to qualify this with a couple of different things. Number one, I have seen it, but I've never seen it from the beginning until the end. I've never seen it start and then end in one sitting. Okay, never, so I, I, probably, never, I probably have some movies like that where it's like, okay, I got to go back and see that full thing all the way through. But, like, but like, what percentage are we talking here? Because this is not just a movie that you can just brush over. No, I, I've never seen The Godfather from beginning to end. Never. I've seen, like, maybe the f- first 15 minutes of it, and I was I've like, out. I'm out. 
I've just Fellas. never seen it. In, like I know the characters. If you reference the movie, I get it. If you talk about the characters, I get it. I know the plot. I understand. But it, I it know deserves your two and a half, three hours well, of, part of a full sit down. Right it's three hours long, and that's about like what's better, Good Godfather or Casino, or like Goodfellas Godfather. or something. God Godfather's a better movie. They're both. They're all great. They're all great. But yeah. Godfather is the on the top of the like, on the top. Like of the over the weekend for me, I watched Casino for like the thousandth time in a row or whatever. You know. Yeah. Like, then you yeah. need to see. Then you got to see Godfather. Then yeah, you got to see Godfather. Absolutely. And also absolutely. another movie I haven't seen was Seven. We were talking about this in a break too. So what's in the box means nothing. nothing. To you. I know nothing about that. What's I hear this drop box? all the time. I I don't know what it is. It's a uh, it's a box? scene in the movie with FedEx and they're shipping out. Uh, they're shipping out. They're weighing how much the box is, so what's then they can package it. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then another another movie that you were, we were talking about in the break, uh, Travis. What is in that box? <laughs> another movie that I've never seen that we talked about in the break. You were talking about Ted Knight. I've never seen Caddyshack. Oh, get out. Yeah. Never seen Caddyshack. Okay, okay. so Funch, Funch, wait. I'm going to look at this one way. This is how Travis is going to look at it. Travis is going to look at, at it where he now disrespects you. He doesn't yeah, look the Yeah, yeah. That's same. what people, no, yeah. That's, people that's, that's his age look at me. They that's look, what he does. They belittle me for not seeing it. I get it. First Funch, of all, let me, wait, wait, hold wait, up. Travis, let me hold up. <laughs> I'm not okay here. with people <laughs> of <laughs> his age. That's <laughs> the part that really bothers me. I'm not okay with that characterization Let me just finish. We know how Trav is going to treat you, not just on air, but behind the scenes, finding out about, you know, obviously all these movies. That's number one. So, Second thing I'm going to mention is, bro, this is a great opportunity for you to catch up on these movies. This is an amazing opportunity for you. Do you know how good these movies are? What what you need to do, Funch, is you got to go see one of those movies and then come back with your review of it. Just, hey, this is what I thought. And I'm sure there's plenty of good movies I haven't seen either that I got to go back and see. Okay. I, I need to, I'm need. i going to fix this once and for all. First of all, I would not disrespect you. I'm a little disappointed. But I'm not going to disrespect Just you. By the way, he said that. that, and that I'll, I'll tell you something. I'll make you more irate. His voice. Hold on. Hold on. S- I'm not done yet. Hold okay. on. <laughs> this is what's important. Of the three movies that we've talked about, you will love Silence of the Lambs. You will like the go, okay. oh, my gosh. Right. That, that was wild. That was crazy. You'll like that. Seven Godfather. you have to watch. Seven you have to watch with your yes. family. Get as many people together. <laughs> Just a nice, warm what, You got any nieces or nephews? Make sure that they're there. They'll okay. really enjoy it. Seven, yes, all those things. Good movies. Caddyshack, which is on the short list of my favorites of all time, mm-hmm. it has not aged well. It, it is one of those movies that if you go back and watch it, there's some really funny one-liners, and there, but as, as a movie, generally speaking, it's one of those. Okay, if we're, tell, uh, yeah. if we're telling, if we're telling Funches, great. <laughs> listen, if we're telling Funches between, and you can't even be a part of this one because you haven't seen Godfather full from start yeah. to finish, but let me just give my ranking here. If you're going Godfather... Silence of the Lamb, um, Caddyshack, and Seven. If I had to give the order here, uh, Godfather by far number one. Okay, you got to go see that one for. Don't shake your head, Trav. Go see. Go, go see Godfather. Okay, uh-huh. that's by what far do you mean, number go one. Go see it. It just dial it up on your TV. There's no. There's. There's no. What are you? There's a local Edwards Theater. There's anymore. a local Edwards Theater. <laughs> Get out there and go see it. Okay, Godfather's one. Second, I'd probably say just to lighten things up, go Caddyshack. Okay, it's, it's Lee, let me ask you this: When was the last time you watched that movie? Um, it, it is probably it's the last one of those movies so. that it, what was funny in 1980 is not super funny in 2021. And Silence of the Lamb and Seven. I mean, however you Great. want to put it, just uh, d- doesn't matter. Or, or Seven. Both of those are just unbelievable. Um, one movie I did see, and this will make you irate, uh, Travis, uh, Caddyshack 2. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I thought it was all right. Uh, oh, I love it. Okay. This guy went to Die okay. Hard Four. Hey, he I saw don't know. Die Hard Four. He did see I, the first three. I don't know who's in charge at ESPN LA anymore of the equipment. <laughs> I don't know who that who, whose role that is. But who's ever responsible for making sure that the stuff works? I need you to show up today with a toolbox and unscrew Funchess's microphone and never <laughs> plug it back in. That's because awesome. not 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 only did you say that you've seen Caddyshack too, which whatever. Did I hear you? Did you say you liked it? It wasn't bad. It's, it is the single worst movie ever put to sell you. Go see Godfather. There's I mean, not when I was like ten years you. old, but you know. Go see Godfather. Oh, Funch. I you know, I still like you, I guess, but now that you've called me a person of my age you and see, said Funches, that Funches. Caddyshack is a good Caddyshack Listen to two his reaction. is a Listen good to movie. His reaction. This is what happens every it, time. You're, every I know. right the first I time. I am, I am going to disrespect you, and I'm going to look at you differently moving I still forward. love you, the Travis. The dump is next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Liked Caddyshack, too. Get the out of here, man. I still Can I read this off? Can I read this tweet real quick? Hit me. All right. You love my culture. Um, says uh, me either. I haven't seen you talking about Travis. I haven't seen Godfather. I know about it, seen bits of it, but haven't seen the whole thing. Um, and then another person here on Twitter says, uh, does Funches even know what TBS or TNT is? They used to run these movies on Marathon. How do you not watch? By the way, it's so true. You go to TNT or TBS, there's certain uh, – They're showing Marvel movies Sunday, all day long. Those are on all the time. It's it's um, Shawshank Redemption and Star Wars. Those are the, they're on nonstop I'm every awful weekend. at Star Wars. Yeah, yeah but, but – Awful is fine. Like, not getting it or not liking it. I'm okay with all of those, but not having seen I've, it is kind of well, weird. Well, I've definitely not seen, what is there, nine of them? I, 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 yeah, a lot. You're asking for the wrong person when it comes to Star Wars. This day, June 15th, 1988, Bull Durham was released mm. in theaters. Of course, the classic Kevin Costner movie, Tim Robbins, about life as a minor league baseball player. Uh, for my money, Slee, it's one of the better baseball movies that you're going to find because movie. it's about the kind of the misfits in, in minor league baseball. You, you a Bull Durham fan? Yeah, yeah, that's a fantastic movie. By the way, a lot of these, I think we did this. Somebody asked, was Ashley yesterday sports movies and kind of list what our favorites are. Uh -huh. I love sports movies. For the most part, most of them that are not cheesy, those are great to watch. But that's an actual interesting story because it's a different way. It's a different side of sports that you don't see all the time. Yeah, it, it, it's it's one of the great sports comedies. Like, it's not a great sports movie in the sense of, like, redemption and overcoming odds and those sort because that's not what it's about. It's just kind of – it's a funny movie. But best sports movie of all time, I know it's an obvious, easy answer, but I think it's the only one that's ever won best picture too. And and it's a great movie is Rocky, right? Is there a better answer than Rocky? Um, I think there's people are going to have their preference. Rocky four. <laughs> of course, yeah. Bunch is that guy. He's only any seen four. The sequels of only Fate. the fourth one. Only the fourth one does he watch of a series. <laughs> That by the way, Rocky Four, since we brought it up, is the only movie that has like six different training montages. The basically the entire movie is him getting mad and training. If That's he dies, it. he dies. <laughs> All right. Next one, June fifteenth, two thousand and one. The Lakers beat the Philadelphia seventy sixers four to one in the NBA Finals to win their second straight title. Shaq Finals MVP yet again. See, this is the type of the calendar, uh, Slee. Where usually the NBA Finals are wrapping up, it's right? Done. It's usually right. over by now. We're not even out of the second round. Yeah, that's as much as we talk about the Lakers and um, how short their offseason was. You're going to have teams that go on this long stretch. By the way, it's worth it. You've got a shot to win an NBA championship. It's not like we're completely out of the. Uh, 
by the time you get into next season, there'll be some teams that had a much shorter offseason than teams like the Lakers and some of those other, uh, the Warriors, other teams that are going to be competing next year. A lot of things going on in Laker history today. We talked about the AD deal. We just talked about Shaq winning the finals MVP. How about this one? June 15th, 04, three years after the Philly one. The Pistons beat the Lakers 4-1, one of the biggest finals upsets in NBA history. I still, still have a hard time. I still think the Lakers are going to come back and win that series. That's, that's so funny you say that, Trav. I'm, I'm not I'm, – I'm, being as genuine as possible, I remember watching that series, and Lakers were down 3-1. I'm like, okay, all they got to do is just win one at Detroit. Then you go back to L.A. Like, it was kind of sizing everything up here. Lakers are going to turn things around. Second half, Lakers were down. I don't know how much by the time halftime was, but I think it was a blowout. I'm like, okay, they still got a shot. I still thought Carmelo was coming back for that series, too. And Until the actual buzzer, uh, you didn't think Lakers were going to lose that series. But one of the... Definitely one of the biggest upsets upsets in uh, NBA history, and not just an upset. Not just did it, you know, the Lakers didn't win another title. It was that ended the everything. It yeah. ended everything. That yeah. that was the irreconcilable differences that these guys can't get on the same. You know, they they came around and, and made peace with each other later in their lives. But, but the dynasty of Shaq and Kobe ended right there. How many more? I mean, you're talking at least two more, right? At least if they get on the same page and probably you could probably extend it beyond that. Who said this? Somebody I think somebody called in yesterday to Lakers talk and he said if um if Shaq had the drive that Kobe had and Kobe had the personality that Shaq had, those two should have won X amount together. Like, you know, that that balance of both of these guys working together, finding each other's strengths. Yeah, who knows? Well, who knows how many they, w- they would have won together? You were saying that earlier that, you know, you, that's when you get guys like LeBron and Kobe and Magic and Tiger and Michael and these guys that – Usually that drive doesn't combine with that talent very often. That yeah. you, you get you're either the guy that works harder than everybody and makes it happen, or you're a guy that's mm-hmm. just supremely gifted and it does happen. Rarely do you get both of those. And that's go see why Godfather. Tiger's go Tiger. see Godfather. That's we'll what see. I come out of. How do they find thing. the uh, How do they find ESPN the ESPN app or on iTunes? Search Travis and Slee. We'll get every show that we do all two hours. Travis and Slee, the Wednesday edition, eight fifty-five tomorrow morning. Be there.